0: Today we're going to talk about newly available research that addresses the challenges in IT software. As companies traverse their own digital transformation, each is grappling to keep up with technology innovations, to reduce costs, and to improve customer experiences. Each of these three items lands squarely in the realm of IT and often involves software. Unfortunately, keeping track of software solutions continues to be repetitive sometimes difficult and even confusing. Today, I'm talking with Andrew Segarto and John Marshall from Cisco. They recently commissioned some research from IDC to identify the top IT challenges with infrastructure software management. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, Candice. Hey, Candice. Andrew, can you tell me what are the major takeaways from the research with IDC?
1: Yeah, I'm happy to, Candice. So we commissioned IDC to conduct research on today's top software management challenges. They returned with five key findings. Even the most sophisticated IT organizations struggle with asset management, compliance, contract terms, mitigating and managing additional software fees, and finally license management. So if we pick on one of these findings, managing contract terms, CIOs, because of enterprise software's long shelf life, face an unmanageable and time-consuming mix of contracts, terms, conditions, and clauses from numerous providers. And this complexity can lead to significant costs. For example, contracts from the same vendor commonly start and end at different times, leaving customers at risk for a loss of coverage at critical times should there be a missed renewal. Now keep in mind, there's still four other challenges that we could go much deeper on. IDC notes that with the pace of digital transformation accelerating, overseeing software licensing and contracts will only grow more critical and complex over the next five years. We know digital transformation is already on everyone's radar, as it should be, but we need more conversation around the types of agreements that address these top challenges and allow for successful transformations.
0: Okay, so as I understand it, managing software licenses across the IT environment isn't enough. Companies also need to prioritize how software licenses are used. Specifically, companies want to know if they're getting the value they expect from their investment. You know, just the other day I was talking to an IT executive in the financial services industry who was talking about their utilization rates and that it was critical to understanding the value of their investments and to manage their budget so not to have any year-end surprises. In his words, the true up fees can be a budget buster. So tell me how has Cisco changed its enterprise licensing program? John?
2: Uh, sure. We've, we've changed this program in, in a number of ways. Um, you know, a few of those, I think, really speak to what you just talked about. Uh, first, I view it a little bit more broadly. It's, it's not just the, you know, it's not just what they're going to use and consume in terms of volume, but they're also very concerned about, you know, their shifts in the rise of cloud solutions, how they want to be more flexible in their license agreement, where we can mix and match both premise and cloud-based solutions, and those drag with it a mix of perpetual and subscription entitlements under the same agreement. This also extends into service options as customers are often looking for advanced service solutions under the same coverage agreement. So they want all this flexibility with a simple contract terms, management transparency through a common portal, and of course there's a need for cost predictability, meaning no surprises as they approach these true-up or true-forward events, and the Cisco platform speaks to all those, but specifically true-forward, which is a little unique for us.
0: Okay, so I know true-up, it's a standard practice, but true-forward, that seems like a pretty new concept. Can you explain it in a little more detail?
1: So I can take that one. It's, it's as simple as this. Let's say you have a five-year agreement and go over your software entitlement in year three. True-up would mean that you're penalized for that extra software in both year three and going forward, but true-forward, included in the Cisco Enterprise Agreement, means you only have an adjustment to your agreement going forward, no retroactive billing. Now this may sound like a nuance, but consider this. According to Flexera's 2016 study that they did on software prices, software pricing and licensing, 20% of organizations surveyed paid more than a million in true-up fees. So. The more that you can improve financial predictability and align to the financial planning rhythm of the company, the better.
0: So what about keeping current with technology? I know companies are constantly evolving new technologies. Does new technology get applied to an enterprise agreement?
2: Uh, Yeah. So, you know, currently our enterprise agreement spans pretty much the entire portfolio or width of the software portfolio of infrastructure collaboration and security softwares, including new solutions like the Network Intuitive that you hear about, Spark in our collaboration group, and of course Umbrella. Now although the new Enterprise Agreement spans all this software, purchases can be made by individual product suites. So we try to break it down into bite-sized chunks, if you will, and then provide the ability to add additional suites as needed over time across data center cloud, WAN access, uh, collaboration and security. Now, how do we approach this? Uh, first, we approach it by looking at our portfolio and grouping multiple applications into logical suites. This reduces complexity for our customers. Second, as those new applications are introduced, we look to see if they make logical sense to include either in existing suites, whether sold a la carte or under an enterprise agreement. Now, we have a well-established history of doing this. at many times at no charge in the price to the customer. So we add new functionality in and through this suiting approach and certainly under the enterprise agreement, they get access to this as long as they're under that agreement. Now, sometimes we create entirely new capabilities that will create separate new suites that we'd, again, expect to add to the portfolio that we have and make available under the enterprise agreement.
0: Okay. So what kind of companies benefit from a Cisco enterprise agreement?
2: Yeah. So um, this this gets applied in multiple ways. Now you you heard Andrew speak a minute ago uh, about the five vectors, if you will, that IDC identified. But I think to relay that directly into customer benefit, I'll touch on a couple of these. One is standardized availability. For one thing, you know, for multi-regional or global countries, this is a huge benefit. Our goal, if the product's available in that country, you can consume it under an EA. Now, what's the, what is it about the EA? Well, it's a lower cost to run the business. There's no need for individual, local procurement POs, you know, separate service coverage for each transactional purchase. This EA provides a centralized entitlement management, simplified expansion, standardized service levels, co-terminating service coverage, and, and ultimately, if it's desired vendor, consolidation. This is all at a predictable global price. It also provides, however, flexibility. and to, you know the ability to add additional product suites to the same umbrella agreement that plug and play into a standardized, consistent process that align to a common end date that allows them to frankly add them during a term and have that term of the new item code terminate to the end of the original is hugely beneficial beneficial for companies to manage to their business. so, For companies, this is not about what the technology does that needs to be established first. This is about making it easier to do business when that is the standard, if you will, architecture and technologies they want to deploy across their organization.
0: Terrific. Gentlemen, thank you for sharing your thoughts and perspectives today. As CIOs and IT leaders struggle to manage complex hybrid IT environments, are looking for software providers with license agreements that are flexible and easy to understand and can accommodate their needs as they change over time. So, listeners, if you want to dig deeper, you can read the IDC research and their assessment of Cisco's enterprise agreement that was mentioned during this podcast. Just go to www.cisco.com go EA. Thanks for listening.